0: And as they become more like Jesus, their marriage changes, how they parent change, how they live out their single life changes, the kind of employee they are changes, the kind of manager or employer changes. They're impacting their world because they live it out 24-7. And the final measure of impact is that your church, God has placed your church in your town, in your community to make a difference in that community. You can't measure a church by what happens inside. You always have to measure a church, never by how many people come in, but what kind of people are leaving. And so you begin to influence education, and you begin to influence the government, and you begin to influence what happens. Often God will call your church to team with other churches to tackle the biggest needs in your community. And the way the gospel will be seen, I know in the last church I had privilege to pastor in California, we had a huge homeless population. And we also had a huge population of HIV-positive people. Because in our area, we had a very high homosexual community. And those people didn't think God cared, and they didn't think Bible-believing Christians did anything but condemn them. Now, we know what the Bible says about the truth and sexual purity. But I tell you, when 30 or 40 churches come together, and they partner, and we begin driving HIV patients to the doctor to the grocery store and loving them, when we begin outreaches to feed the poor, to reach out to teens that were homeless on the streets, I will tell you, people begin to not say, those are those born again or evangelical or Christians. People begin to say, I didn't know Christians acted like that. And God gave us a platform in the community. So that's what I mean by high impact. Lost people come to Christ, found people begin to mature and your church has influence in your community the goal of this conference is to encourage and empower you to grow a high impact church now many of you are already doing that so we want to just give you some encouragement some inspiration and some tools now, i pray that when you get done here you won't just have ideas but you'll walk out of here in two days and have specific skills and specific tools to go back into your church to grow a high-impact church and I I would say finally in terms of goals uh, we have failed if two days from now as you leave with your ministry team or as you listen to this with your team as it's rebroadcast if you don't have a sense of anticipation that God is actually going to use us God is going to do a fresh work in our church he's going to use ordinary people like us see that's the goal I mean, when you think of the the word of God and the gospel, this is a book not of superstars. This is a book of ordinary people, fishermen, blue-collar workers, prostitutes that came to Christ. This is a book about people that no one gave any hope. And God gets the most glory when he does extraordinary things through ordinary people, not when he does extraordinary things through super-intelligent, gifted people. I'm glad for those people. I praise God for those people. But most of us are ordinary people, aren't we? I mean, most of us are not Rick Warren. Most of us are not the Bill Hybels or John Maxwells of the world. Praise God for their gifts. Most of us are in regular churches with regular people, with regular gifts, and God wants to do an amazing work. So I pray you'll leave with a sense of expectation. The uh, presenters at the conference, I'll be spending most of the time teaching. But also, we're going to spend some windows of time not in these principles, but we feel like your head knowledge is important, your hand skills are important, but we also believe your heart is important. And Phil Tuttle is our senior vice president of uh, Walk Through the Bible. He heads up all of our international ministry, and he's going to talk about the pastor and his marriage. He's gonna talk about the pastor and your children. Because one of the laws you're gonna learn about a high impact church is that God always wants to do something in you before he does something through you. And so we just don't wanna fill your head with facts and knowledge and skills and techniques or give your hands tools. We want you to have some time where you say, Lord, what do you wanna do in my heart as a man or a woman in my marriage? Lord, wouldn't it be a shame Wouldn't it be a crime if you use me to grow this wonderful church, but you didn't use me because I didn't pay attention to grow wonderful children? You understand? So that will be the presenters.